Welcome to the Bait and Switch Podcast. Our guest tonight is Mitch Tyke. As always, my co-host is Jim Martin. Hello, everyone. Mitch is the original founding member of the Five Timers Club here at the Bait and Switch Podcast. <laughs> That's right. We have no jacket and no fancy song, Yeah, just so you know. Mitch is the inaugural member here at the Bait and Switch Podcast. Yeah, five times in just a year and a half. <laughs> Mitch was here for his original interview. He also... Uh, was a guest on our Tour de France preview podcast. After that show was done, we kept our other guest uh, over, which was uh, Jerry Cagle, mm-hmm. and the two of them did a podcast. So there was his third uh, appearance on our right, show. Right. This is his fourth appearance, but chronologically it'll be his fifth because between now and then, uh, you will hear the second Tour de France preview podcast, <laughs> and we'll be recording that in a couple of weeks' time. I hope that's all clear. So it's a little bit premature. If Mitch somehow has to cancel on that Tour de France, all of a sudden this whole fifth episode thing is for naught. Yeah, Mitch, please yeah, show up. Two weeks. It's only two weeks. <laughs> One reason that uh, Mitch might be a five-timer in going forward and not a six-timer is he's getting ready to leave the area. Mitch, That's true. Uh, tell us a little bit about your job change, your life change. <laughs> uh, at the beginning of July, I am taking a job as station manager at North Country Public Radio in northern New York, or as we sometimes refer to it, suburban Canada. Um, and it's a station where I worked for two years in the mid-1990s, mid to late 90s. They've had some folks who were there for 35, 40, 45 years, and uh, the, the founding generation is retiring. Uh, and they approached me to see if I would be interested. It's a terrific place. It's a terrific job. It's a strange time to be making a move with a kid in high school and another kid in middle school and uh, hosting a pretty successful talk show for the last 13 plus years. What uh, what city is that in? Uh, it's based in a town of 6,000 people called Canton uh, at St. Lawrence University. Uh, is it on the river? It is actually, it's about 20 minutes away from the river. It's in the St. Lawrence Valley. Is that by canoe or is that portage? (laughs) Yeah, it's a long portage. (laughs) You know, it's the part of the United States that is really rural. I mean, Canton has 6,000 people. The next town up, uh, Potsdam, has about 17,000. And yet you go on the other side of the St. Lawrence River, and you're really in the wealthiest, most populated part of of Canada. You've got Ottawa about an hour and 20 minutes from from where I'll be. Um, Montreal is not far away. Uh, and then you move down the river and you get places like Brockville and Kingston and on into Toronto. Yeah, it is, it is ironic that we consider the far north of our country as this wasteland, but to them it's like Miami in Canada. It's right, the right, exactly. South. <laughs> yes. yeah. Now, you're going back to a place you're familiar with. I am. I lived there, as I said, for two years in the from 96 through 98. Uh, and it was actually two of the most important years in my radio career. Hmm. Yeah. Well, the reason I say that is, you know, sometimes it's a hassle. You got to get to know an area, right? You got to relearn everything, a new address or a new phone potentially. Although nowadays we keep our old phone numbers, uh, new zip codes and things like that. I bring this up because Jim, I don't know if you know about this <laughs> about Jim, but Jim's got call it a photographic memory. He, he can <laughs> yeah. remember right. all sorts of things. And strangely enough, one of his things that he's good at is zip codes. Uh, let me throw out a couple at random. Sure, sure. Uh, 53005. Brookfield. Here in Wisconsin. Okay. Here in Wisconsin, yep. Okay. Brookfield. Uh, 
two one zero. Beverly Hills. See now he See, knows them is, all. I mean, I, yeah. One three six one seven. Scranton. Close Canton. Canton. That's yeah. what I said. Yes, yes. That's what I said. Check the tape. <laughs> Canton is Scranton with an S. Yeah, that's or, right. Well, yeah, uh, without I an got S. a lisp. Right. <laughs> Say yep. it again. Though it, it, the job is program director. What is the it? The job is station manager. Station so, manager. So, uh, you're the head so I'm the boss. Show. Yes. Uh, I'll have a staff of. I think it is 17 people. I know most of their names at this point. Actually, okay. I know all of their names. And it's this their... is a, a radio – is this an NPR thing as well? It is an NPR thing. It is um, – North Country Public Radio has a system of something like 32 or 35 transmitters and translators all over northern New York. And there's even one in Vermont. So it um, reaches uh, all 25 yeah. people up there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. One at a time. Each one has yeah, their, their very own, own personal station, transmitter. Right. <laughs> so um, from what I understood from Bonnie, <laughs> WUWM is a Wisconsin NPR affiliate. Is that right? And uh, then uh, so this uh, North Country? North Country Public is, Radio. Is a national one that I'm guessing? Uh, no? no, I mean, it's, it's the – so it's National Public Radio yeah. in the same way that, say, NBC or CBS or ABC. These are all gotcha. national networks. And then within the local areas, you have local affiliates. So TMJ, yeah, yeah. TMJ is the NBC yeah. affiliate in Milwaukee, and, and Channel 58 is the CBS affiliate, and WISN is the ABC affiliate. WUWM is the NPR member station, slightly different terminology but the NPR member station in Milwaukee. Uh, Wisconsin Public Radio is a statewide network, but within that, they are themselves uh, an affiliate or you know a, a network of member stations also of NPR. Okay. So You talked about how they talked you into this job. So there really wasn't a job interview, a typical job. Oh, no, it, there really was a job interview. Okay. Um, the the backstory to all of this. I was there from ninety six, from the summer of ninety six through the summer of ninety eight. In January of nineteen ninety eight, and I hope I have the date right. I think it was January fifth, nineteen ninety eight. We had this huge ice storm. It impacted people in northern New York and in Vermont and in New Hampshire and Maine and across southern Ontario and Quebec. Something like five million people lost power, including probably. 98% of the listeners of North Country Public Radio. Okay. Um, the beauty to North Country Public Radio is there are places in the Adirondacks that if you're listening to what we would call terrestrial radio, you know, right. the radio on your desk, mm. we're the only station that you can get. And so 1998, nobody was listening to, to radio on the internet at that point, or very few people were. Sure. Uh, and without power, that was kind of irrelevant because nobody could power their computers. And so there were people that had no power for like three weeks. And at the time, I was single. I was dating the woman I ended up marrying, uh, but she was living in Washington, D.C. You had to break up guy. with her to marry her. Right, right, okay. exactly. Sure. No longer my girlfriend. That must have yes. been traumatic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did you just say, honey, we're breaking up. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to get married? Yeah. Uh, you shouldn't have done it there. That's right? another good story. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah. I'm in the middle of this story, so I won't digress from the digression. Yeah. Um, I had nobody back home, uh, and I had no power and no hot water, and um, so there was no reason for me to stay in my apartment. I moved into the radio station for eight nights, nine days, eight nights, uh, on the floor of my radio, uh, the radio station in my office in a sleeping bag, which we put on top of some soundproofing insulation so it was a little softer on the floor. Sure. Uh, but we would go out and, and reinvent the radio station every day because we didn't have the power. We were powered by two generators at the station and one, you know, like enormous generator generator out of the transmitter. And, you know, it was essentially about 
like telling people, you know, where can you get a hot meal today or where is their diesel fuel or where can you get firewood or where is the emergency shelter open? And in the evenings, we like open the phone lines and just talk to people who were in their dark, cold houses sitting around their wood stoves. And at one point, my mom called uh, just to check up on me and we put her on the air and then she was on the air every night that we were on. (laughs) She um, got her whole segment after her. It was like David Letterman's mom. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was a very memorable time for you. It was a memorable time for me, and that was the thing. It's like um, I always saw it as the time when I really understood how important a radio station could be to its listeners. And so, you know, since 1998, kind of every time I was at a job interview or somebody was asking me about why I'm in this business, I would tell that story. And what I had never realized was it wasn't just an important story to my career. It was a super important story to the history of the station, which went on to do really big things after I left. And it's an important moment in the history of the North Country itself. Mm-hmm. And okay. so that was the biggest eye-opener was that this eight days, early two weeks, that was an important part of my career, was the most important two weeks in the history of this radio station. It's, it's sure. kind of like the football team that has the star quarterback that wins them the Super Bowl, and then five years later, they bring him back as head coach. Yeah. You're kind yeah. of that there guy. There you go. The, uh, this reminds me a little bit of like a plane crash. Right, a survivor's right, of a plane right. crash, right? Like where there's, you know, there's a moment where you these tragic things you bond when you go through it together. It's a shared sacrifice, and, right? Exactly, exactly. And kind of like the movie that. Speed. Right, exactly. <laughs> Just like the yeah. people Speed, on the bus right. were bonded forever. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they fell in love. Yeah. I was thinking you were talking jobs and job interviews. They've got those cliched questions, right? <laughs> where do you want and to be you in go five in. years? And um, <laughs> yeah. when I was doing these job interviews when I was younger, you didn't quite understand what the questions were getting at. And so <laughs> a lot of times the answers I gave weren't the best. A potential boss of mine asked me what my greatest strength was. And I said, I'd say my glutes or maybe my core. Right, right. I don't know if sure, that's what he was sure, getting yeah, at. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Well, I can bench 220. Does that count? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I didn't get the job. <laughs> and then they say, what's your biggest weakness? Now, if you're Superman, should you really volunteer the whole thing about kryptonite? I don't know if that's... <laughs> that's that's like point. giving out right, your social right. security number. Point, right? And that's when you yeah. fall back on, I care too much. Yeah. <laughs> right. I work too hard. I work what, too hard. Right. What is exactly. your greatest weakness? I don't say no. I uh, Too much, too know. big of a heart. Right, exactly. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. I was like when they say, do you have any questions? And I think, you got to prepare better. You know, right, I, right. Why do I have to fill in for <laughs> right, you? <yeah. laughs> exactly, yeah. What, what is this going to do your job in? for you? Yeah, right, right. Exactly. This, uh, this one job interview, it was a, a, a woman that was interviewing me, and she said, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? And I said, married to you. You know, the whole picket fence thing. <laughs> sure. Yeah, right. she didn't like Dog, that. I didn't no. get the job either, no. yeah. That one either, no? You know, I went to, a, and this is, a, this is actually a real story, I went to an interview once when I was uh, in college, and it was for an internship, I was looking for more money, basically, than what they were what they were offering, and so then the guy asked me, "Well, um, well, you know, why should we hire you?" And I, I, t- I told him, uh, <laughs> "Well, you can't afford not to." That was my first uh, denied letter, or whatever. My first uh, what is it? What is the letter called when you get rejection? It? I believe. Re- yes, yeah. that was my first rejection letter. Right, exactly. Somebody asked me that. Where do you see yourself in five years? And I said, 
Well, it's Tuesday, so I think I'll be at the gym. Uh, <laughs> right. I, you know, I'm a very, I'm a creature of habit. <laughs> I, 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 this is five years from today. Is it going to be daylight savings time right. or not? Leap year. What do you think? Yeah. I, I will say. So we're in the process of you know trying to straighten the house up and and get it in a you know. Long story short, we're going through stuff in the basement, and I come across a box, and I'm wondering you know why I kept ninety percent of the stuff in this box. But one of the things that I kept was a pair of rejection letters, and I will not name the public radio uh, station. This is from 15 years ago. Okay. Um, and one of them, the, the first one, and it says, you know, thank you for applying for the job of director of radio. You know, we were impressed with your credentials. We enjoyed meeting you at the interview, um, but we decided uh, to go in a different direction, and you did not get the job. The second letter comes with a sticky note attached oh. and says – Please disregard the first letter. We got the job title wrong. Please take this as your rejection letter. <laughs> <laughs> so you technically got I may denied. have gotten the job, and they, they may have just wondered you why I didn't show up. Yeah, right. twice you twice yeah. for the same job. Yes. Wow. Yes. Right. That's, uh, it's like it's swinging twice at the same pitch. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Do they count that as two strikes if you swing twice at the same pitch in, in baseball? In Bugs Bunny, they did. They, yeah, yeah, I remember Strike that, one, yeah. strike two, strike three, you're out. Yeah. I, uh, the, the one other question I remember from a job interview I had, and this guy, I didn't really particularly like him. He said, uh, how do you handle conflict? And I said, you know, is there a problem here? <laughs> yeah, I mean. Because you know, I handle conflict yeah, pretty, right. pretty dang well, mister. Yeah, are you what looking are you? at me? <laughs> uh, again, I didn't get that job. It's another one. Huh? Like nice. a Monty Python argument clinic. <laughs> or what, uh, you know, what I thought, I was watching Star Wars uh -huh. and Attican Skywalker. Anakin. Anakin? Anakin. Attican. Attican. Attican is like the, the, the To Kill a Mockingbird. Right, I was going to say, yeah, right. Attican. Say his name for me. Anakin. On his resume, should he put on there that he's got experience with the dark side? Do you keep that off? Is that you one of his weaknesses? Did you really say, which one of your <laughs> right. weaknesses? Well, I'm easily turned to the dark side. Really? Oh, boy. <laughs> but uh, I was watching TV the other day. Actually, it wasn't the other day. This, for the purposes of the joke, it was the other day. But uh, for, uh, <laughs> for in reality, it was a, a decade ago or more. They had a show on called K9 to 5. Have you ever seen that? I, no. no, I don't think so. No. It's a clever so name. They, yeah, it was about dogs that had jobs. Yeah. I thought, you know, if you're unemployed <laughs> and you're watching this, you're thinking, that dog's <laughs> got right, a job, right, exactly. and I don't. <laughs> Did the suicide rate go up substantially <laughs> when that show came out? That's got to be tough. Yeah, right. at home oh, yeah. And, geez, the dog's <laughs> Actually, the dog in the show was pulling down two jobs. My <laughs> job. Right. I'm out there busting my home trying to find a job. You know, in that interview for the dog, did they let him bring his owner in, or was that like bringing in a ringer? <laughs> you know, they've even got dogs. Uh, they call them like working dogs. You've seen they got uh -huh. sporting dogs and working dogs, and and then they've got a class which is kind of a diss. They call them non-sporting. What is <laughs> that? Why do they have to put it down? They're very it's peaceful. Like, <laughs> They're like the hippies of the dogs. Right? Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the, the other dogs are like characterized by what they do. Sure. These are characterized by what they don't do. They, don't, yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> they just have, they, they, they hang out. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Dogs yeah. who like to watch TV. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah, couch potato dogs. Yeah, right. yeah. Do you have a dog that does a job, Mitch? Uh, I do not have a dog, although I, I will admit that we may have tried to soften the blow of the move by telling our children we will get a dog. We will or, get a or, dog, or, or perhaps or, we will get a dog. Uh, well, uh, either a dog or Hulu.
Oh, okay. or maybe a dog named Hulu. Oh, just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course, uh, when this podcast comes out, we might have this dog already. We might. Right. I think that I think the dog will come along once we once once we settle all of us out in northern New York. Yeah, I was going to say you're not going to you're not going to saddle the. Yeah, uh, Gretchen, Gretchen and the kids, the family right, exactly. with the dog. Here's a dog, too, by the way, right, puppy. You're getting, getting the house ready. Chew, and, yeah, chewing stuff up and pooping all over the place. And, yeah, right, you can right. always tell when the kids name the dog, right? It's like oh, yeah. Sniffy or something like that. <laughs> I, this is a true story, which I just thought of, and this is not for the purposes of the... This actually happened not too long ago. <laughs> I had a guy. I had a guy who I went out to say goodbye to him, and his dog was in the car, and the window was open, and I approached the dog. I said, what is the name of your dog? And he says, and I quote, bitey. <laughs> and I pulled my hand away, and that dog lunged at me. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. That's a bitey. self-fulfilling it's a prophecy. a case where, they're right, they name the dog after after what it does, which right. I get, you know. Yeah. You'd rather have it be unsporting, right, unbitey. Right, right, right. Yeah. Un- unbitey. Jim, yeah. you, might Gummo. Remember- <laughs> you might remember a dog I had, Freddie. Freddie was yeah. Freddie was old. Freddie got to be eighteen. Always old, it seemed like he was right? always old. But he, yeah. yeah, but he. Yeah. And when he got to be eighteen, I kicked him out of the house. I said, "Time to you know, right. freeloader, make it a job." Own. Right, right. I yeah. think he's out there. I think I saw him working at a bar. Yeah, eighteen times and seven. Nine to five. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe he's still out there. Yeah, he might be out there. Yeah, I just, yeah. you know, he had that little like the hobos. They got sure. the stick. Yeah. And yeah. The... He, I remember as he was walking away, he kind of looked back wistfully. Yeah. Right? And, and you said, "Go on." Of course, you know, dogs do have a job. You always say, go out and do your job, right? Right, right. And uh, you know what? Quite frankly, <laughs> right, I wish they didn't. I I do your, do your business, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, right. That's an easy <laughs> job. Yeah, right. That's a, in fact, you know what? I got two jobs now that I think about it. <laughs> that's true. I got that one and that's my true. regular job. Yeah, that's right. That's true. <laughs> one thing I thought about, next job I want, is I want a job that has an Oval Office. No, there's the one job that's got an Oval right. Office. Sure. But I sure. think an Oval the Office dentist. would be good because <laughs> den- your dentist has an Oval yeah, Office. Dentists got an Oval Office, don't they? <laughs> but 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 uh, an Oval Office is good because when you vacuum, there's no corners. Well, that's a good point. Good. That's probably that's why point. they did that's it. That's probably why they did it. Efficiency, viral. Yeah. Or would you do it around the edges and then go straight lines back and forth? How would you vacuum that one? How do you uh, mow your lawn? Here's the problem. Do you do diagonals? Or? I don't do diagonals, and mm. and I don't. I think that diagonals look nice. Yeah. But uh, but no, I, I'm stuck back in the days when you didn't have a mulching mower and you had to shoot. Mm-hmm. So what you had to do is you had to go one direction. Uh, you had to go clockwise yeah. because the chute was on the right. So oh, I thought it was because Northern Hemisphere. Go ahead. Well, yeah, <laughs> right, Australia, right. Yeah, sure. The Southern Australia Hemisphere. Australia, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right. um, but, but so you would push the grass, shoot the grass out into the grass, and then then you had to turn around so you weren't mowing the same grass twice is what it was. Mm-hmm. And now I had this phenomenal mower, which doesn't have any chute on the side of it. It's a, it's a Greenworks, battery-powered, phenomenal uh, I have a, I have a battery-powered and uh, what is it, the uh, the Sunjo, I think. Sunjo, okay. It weighs like three pounds. Yeah. And the best part nothing. about it, my son can push it. Exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. That's Well, and I got this thing last year and I thought, wow, this is going to be, I thought it was going to be heavy. This is like 60 pounds shipping, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. My other lawnmower must be like 90 pounds then because this is nothing. But yeah, like you said, and the other beauty, beautiful part of it is in terms of son or wife. Right. Uh, is that you just, pre- 
dog could do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You just, you just press the button and you pull the handle yeah. and it starts. You yeah. don't have to do no, the, right. the gas and no the mixing the, the oil, oil and gas. Right. None of that stuff. Right? Yeah. Well, right. And, and well, and the best part is my son, I, I don't know about yours, but my son is at the perfect age where it's still a novelty to him. So I say, go out and mow the lawn. He's like, can I mow the yes. lawn? Yeah. Yes. Well, it's back to being a novelty for me with the new mower. Right. Now. I'm like, yes, I get to mow the lawn. And my, he's a begging you. Your he, son. Yeah, he, yeah, please, yeah, can I mow no, the lawn? No, get him. Kicking him off. Get away. Get away. No, when I, if that was actually lawnmower was Theo's one of Theo's first words. He was fascinated huh. when I would go do the, the lawn. He would sit there and he would laugh and mow more, mow more. <laughs> like, you, sh- you should work on your relationship with your kid. Y'all, yeah, if it's, it's mama, lawnmower, and then dada. Right. Right. It's yeah, a but, problem. It was the dog probably came first too, right, yeah, Allie? You should I'm listen Allie to uh, Cats in the Cradle. Just listen to that <laughs> once. <laughs> right. Worst song right. in the history <laughs> of music. And, uh, <laughs> that and Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald too. Yeah. Throw that in there too. That might get you uh, some hints. You know, these... Yeah. Uh, vacuums the commercials they have yeah they show them pick up things like m&ms oh yeah it's not lint right (laughs) Right, it's m&ms yeah I'm eating those M&Ms. Yeah, right. right, right. They hit the ground. I mean, there's, they're not sticking, nothing's sticking to them. Right. They get the outer candy coating. The five-second rule, M&Ms, it's like five-day rule, right. I'd say. It, yeah, well, yeah. And, and so Oval Office, Roomba, right? I mean, a Roomba yeah. would totally oh, yeah. take care of that. I wonder um, if it would get confused. Because mm, it's just it, like yeah. one big circle, like Too what do easy. I do now? Right, just what go around the, yeah. the perimeter what, the whole what? time? Yeah, yeah. just... The Roomba probably still thinks I'm in like training mode. You know, let me add him. I, yeah, I can do right, the square right, rooms. Right, right. <laughs> you, can, you can stop with stop with the circle rooms now. Yeah, stop being yeah. yeah. me. You know? Right, right. He's talking to the other Roombas. Like it's ridiculous. They just keep putting me in the circle rooms. See the Roomba with a presidential seal on it. Yeah, right. right, right. You don't right. trust well, me. You know, just budget cuts. Yeah. You know, we'll just get a Roomba. We don't need somebody cleaning. Laid the off the whole housekeeping staff. Right, exactly. Yeah, we'll get the Roomba. We'll get two of them. Actually, what the heck? I think uh, originally, I think vacuum cleaners were developed in the Oval Office, Hoover, President Hoover. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'd say forget the tinkering on vacuuming and work on the economy. We had the right. whole Great Depression thing. But he nailed the vacuum. His <laughs> presidency you know, sucked, really. Right, exactly. <laughs> Except for the vacuum. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eureka. That's what right. I yeah. you, That's another one. <laughs> <laughs> that was an option. That was a competitor yeah. later. There's yeah. no Roosevelt vacuum, right? Yeah. No, no. And no. that's why we've never had a president named Dyson either. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Good point. Dyson. I mean, yeah. Dyson to me strikes me as some. Low rent Bond villain, doesn't he? <laughs> yes, yes, he does. Yes, exactly. Him and Elon Musk, you know, right. another guy. Oh, yeah. Right. It yeah, was like it true. was like Goldfinger with a with a giant laser pointed at uh, at Sean Connery's crotch. Imagine what that would have been if it were a giant vacuum. Dyson. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's got the it's got the, uh, the the cyclonic. Cyclonic. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Cy- that. Cyclonic the cyclonic thing that could be what's yeah, gonna right. that's gonna kill the Earth, right? And right. Bond's oh, yeah. gotta yeah. stop him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a cyclonic <laughs> action. No. No. Yeah, right. You know. There goes your next sponsor deal. By the way, <laughs> I'm worried. I'm worried about this Elon Musk. He's a villain in the making. He's not digging tunnels. He's making a lair. A layer, you're layer right. exactly. You're yeah. right. It's an evil layer. <laughs> he's not. He's not making some new subway. No. There's something going <laughs> on down there. And he's got his fancy cars. Yep. You know that goes zero to sixty in like half a second. And his SpaceX thing. Sp- yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he's got that vague accent. That where the hell is coming from? Right, I don't he's know. Named, yeah, don't... He's named Elon for God's sake. Yeah. Right, Elon. <laughs> Elon Musk. You don't have to change <laughs> the name. Right, right. No, not at all. That's no. a villain's name. Elon Musk. It's either a villain's name or a cologne. Yeah. Right, yeah, right. What's right. that you're wearing? Oh, it's right. Elon Musk. It's, this is Elon Musk. <laughs> There's yes, another really. guy that's branching out you? too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. you know, cars, tunnels, spaceships, yeah. cologne, cologne, <laughs> PayPal. Was he a pay- was he a PayPal? PayPal. I don't think no. he was the PayPal. No, uh, no somebody else was the PayPal. It was a uh, 
Oh, I forget what the PayPal woman's name is. Yeah, but I, didn't he make his name with PayPal? Sure. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I want to go back to this presidency thing, though, sure. with the vacuum cleaner, just yeah, for a second, Hoover, and point vacuum, out that right. you, you, you pointed out that there's no Roosevelt vacuum. However, there's a teddy bear. Here's Hoover spending his good time coming up with something really cool, like a right. vacuum. It's going to be really helpful. And here's <laughs> Roosevelt, like, kicking back with a fluffy bear. There, I don't know. Did he but... get on Mount Rushmore? Yes. With the teddy bear. I'd put Yes, Hoover that's why there. he was on my. I think that is exactly <laughs> yeah. why he's on well, Because Rushmore, of the teddy right? bear. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. exactly. I believe uh, Teddy Roosevelt was shot here in Milwaukee. Do you remember? Yes, I think that's right. He was uh, one of the, well, I shouldn't say one of the original third party guys, uh, but he was in the Bull Moose Party. Bull Moose Party, yep. Yep. Who was the uh, president (laughs) that he took over after because Uh, he was shot? uh, William McKinley. Yeah. And he was shot in? He was shot in uh, Buffalo. Buffalo, New York. Yeah. Yep, upstate. (laughs) Upstate, but not as upstate as Canton, thank you. Uh, By an anarchist. I was talking about the location, the the, the geographical (laughs) location. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, McKinley, McKinley, and then you got Roosevelt. And after Roosevelt, Taft? Uh, Taft, uh, Coolidge as well after that, right? Coolidge is in there, yeah. Yep. Coolidge and the gang. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm familiar. But anyway... One last thing I want to say before we break here for the half, which is we need to watch Elon Musk. I think he's head of some new Spectre type agency. <laughs> and sure, this, for sure. This tunnel that he's digging under LA is going to be the focal point of where we have to send men in and repelling down holes and ropes to <laughs> thwart this invasion or thwart jumpsuited this. men. Yeah. The yeah, same color, yeah. so you can tell who the bad guys are. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. There's going to be a lot of uh, vents. Yeah, a lot of vents. That's what you, uh, yeah. you got yep. into that yep. one time. Yeah. Yeah. You like the vents. That would be a good vent movie. And yeah. and then there's the, there has to be the bomb with the uh, with a timing device with a very large LED right. display Beep. that's counting Beep. down. Beep. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, and somebody laughing. <laughs> and, you know, instead of just shooting the guys, get right. away from the bomb. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, let's have a countdown here to the end of the first half. Sure. Five, yeah. four, three, Beep. two. Beep. One. Welcome back to a very special episode of Bait and Switch Podcast. As, la- as, <laughs> as, as we say goodbye to our most frequent guest, Mitch Tyke. Really laying it uh, on thick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. We're back here again with Mitch Tyke. And it is true, he is in the process of moving to upstate New York, as I'm sure you all know, because good listeners like you have already listened to the first uh, half of this uh, interview. So uh, welcome back, Mitch. Thank you very much. You know, as chance would have it, between now and when this is released, I'm going to upstate New York. Uh, I'm going to Buffalo. Yep. Oh, I'm really? going to be going to Buffalo with my daughter for one of her sporting events. I'm going to try a, a new little technique here. At this point, I'm going to sub in a story about Mitch's recent trip to his new job up in upstate New York uh-huh. in... What's it, the name? It, uh, I flew to Ogdensburg, New York. Right. The, the job is in Canton. So right. these are, Ogdensburg is the closest airport to Canton. And so we'll transition right now into his story. Do we need to take a pause for a moment? You just ruined it. Just uh, be quiet for a second. <laughs> I just Some wondered. You music. Pause. <laughs> this is something new, Jim. Uh, okay, 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 I know. That's why I'm confused. Uh, I'm going to try and take confusing. a story that he told okay. during the break and insert it right now. Right here. And I'm just, just asking. Do you need to pause for it? You're running your app. Let's just be quiet. And then I'll have a So pause. we should be quiet. Yeah. That's what I want to know. That's all you have to say. There's yes, going to no. be a pause. Okay, a pause. We're, just... we're pausing. Done. Got okay. it. Okay. All right. We're good? You're still talking? <laughs> I was pausing. Okay. All right. All right. We're good? Are you Are you done? Are we Are we good here? I think we're all right. I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. It doesn't seem like we're good. It seems like we've got a problem. I think there's a problem. All right. This is one of those fake radio station, uh, the fake fights that they have oh, radio stations. Okay. Yeah. Uh... 
The, I don't know. I'm in public like, radio. We don't do fake. No, you don't do fake radio. Yeah. <laughs> just <the> real fights. <laughs> yeah, just real ones. It's exactly. kind of like WWE yeah. at this point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. After after we're done with the second half, we want to hear dirt about NPR because he's done. Oh, yeah. He can tell he's us. Done. The dirt. Yeah. I'm right. Not yeah. Done with w- I'm not done with <laughs> NPR. You're done with the local one. Yeah. Well. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. yeah. We'll hear the dirt here after. Yeah. <laughs> we won't. But we won't publish it. But all right. Here we go. Okay. All right. We're good. Good. And here's the pause, and then the story comes now. Okay. So the pause is now. Now. Good. Stop doing what you're doing. I, I don't know if we're going to talk about this anymore, but you know, I was just up there last week, hmm. and um, United now flies nonstop from Chicago to Ogdensburg, New York, which is 20 minutes. That's the airport that's 20 minutes hmm. from Canton. Wow. The uh, day I flew was Memorial Day. And that was the day these huge thunderstorms came through Chicago. Oh, right, right, right. Um, and so, you know, I'm halfway to Chicago, and oh. my, I start getting these texts saying, your flight is delayed. So we ended up, um, you know, the flight was supposed to be at 4.30. Uh-huh. Uh, we get onto a plane at 10.30 at night. Okay. And then 10 minutes later, we all start getting texts that our gate has changed. I'm like, that's interesting because we're on the plane. And uh, somebody says, I bet they're going to deplane us. And sure enough, we get off the plane. We go to gate F10. And, you know, canceled goes up on the board. And we're all like, they're starting to set up cots in the uh, oh, that's in the gate sign. area. <laughs> and then we get a text saying that our flight is delayed another 10 minutes. And so finally we take off and... Uh, and we finally <laughs> land in Ogdensburg. It's 2.15 a.m. Sure. The capper on all this is there are no national rental car companies in Ogdensburg, New York. So I have a, I have a car reserved. I get in the car. I should really be telling this on tape, but I get in the car. We're recording. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. I get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, by, then, by now, it's 2.30 in the morning. Uh-huh. And I'm driving from Ogdensburg to Canton. I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm going fast. Like, what is the deal here? I know I'm tired, but it seems like I'm going super fast. This is a little scary. Yeah. And then finally, I, I figure out that this is a Canadian car. <laughs> and the speedometer's in kilometers <laughs> an hour. And the odometer's in kilometers. I'm so, a great yeah. time here. <laughs> exactly. It's 120. It's like, wow, it feels warmer than 11 degrees, <laughs> but that's what it says. So. <laughs> that's what it says. Crazy cars. Okay. All right. All cool. right. Well, so here we are. So, All right. So we're back from the story. That was quite a story. story. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. So, did you have a meeting the next morning or anything? I did. I had to. I had uh, no. Fortunately, was it was ten a.m. But I didn't check into my hotel till three. So yeah. Right. Are you going anywhere? Uh, I I, actually, I talk. I'm going to Buffalo, upstate. No, wait, wait, wait. Is Buffalo upstate? Yeah, and it's over state. You know, they, they, they sometimes refer to Buffalo as Western New York. Right. I, th- I think I there, think there are many people that would refer to any place yeah, beyond Long Island and New York as uh, as upstate. Okay. But, uh, it's like we always say up north. If you go yeah. anywhere from from Milwaukee, that's ten miles north. It's, yeah, <laughs> right, we're going right. up north. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, there's a new log cabin across from my uh, oh, building right. here. I'm sure. going to buy it, and it's going to be my vacation home. And it's technically right. north. Yeah, it's like it's, it's 30 feet north. North <laughs> so, of North Avenue. Yeah, right? no, so no. where are you going? I'm going up north. Going up north. I can wave at really? my house from the yeah, house. Well, you can you to pack stuff? Well, not really. So I'm going, to, I'm going to New York, upstate. He's going to upstate. Where are you going this summer? Uh, really nothing. nothing. Nothing's planned. I got a friend that's going to uh, uh, Lake Tahoe. And uh, I remember a story that they had that said that Lake Tahoe – was filled to capacity. Hmm. 
And I'm just wondering, is there a fill line? Is that like, that's a Seinfeld thing. I don't know. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like they're going to go to, the, was it Tuscany? Yeah, yeah no, right. can't go. no. I think it's Tuscany. But it was something. in the newspaper here the other day that uh, both Lake Michigan and Lake Huron are quite high. Oh, really? How do you remember? I didn't know this, but how do, you, how do you remember the five Great Lakes? What's the acronym? I think it's House. Is that I think, right? I think yeah. it's House. Go ahead. Huron. Yeah. Uh, o. I want to hear Ontario. you. I want to hear you. You. Yeah. yeah. Ontario. 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 Right. It's the. Yeah. Michigan. Is that Holmes? Holmes. That's what it is. Holmes. House. Yeah, I was waiting to see. You got to come up. Houses. Yeah. But they're getting. They're getting to be full. No, I am. I'm going to drive. I'm going to drive to to Buffalo. To Buffalo. I've done that. Mitch just recently went on a, a flight. Right, 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trains, have you taken a train? Ever? I took a train a couple weeks ago. Did Where you? did you take it? I took it all the way to Chicago. Uh, I haven't been on a train, but every now and then, there's always these train crashes, right? And there's always some guy at some transportation bureau that says, I voice concerns about this train before the crash, right? Sure. And... I'm thinking they're just cherry picking, you know, that there's always, you, right. can, you can voice yeah. concerns about anything. Yeah, right. And so I, today, I'm going to voice some concerns just okay. in case they come true. <laughs> sure. I want to I voice concerns about our water supply. I'm really worried about our water supply. Yeah. Oh, Something's yeah. going to happen. For sure. And I'm voicing sure. a concern yeah. right now. Yeah. If it right. happens. If it happens. You said I voiced a concern stop months ago. Go back. Ago. Yeah. Hopefully not yesterday. Hopefully that doesn't come back, come back just to be like, <laughs> I voiced a concern just yesterday. Whoa. I'm worried about all zoo enclosures involving hippopotamuses. Something's going to happen. I was the first one to sound the alarm. Is it hippopotami? Hippopotami. <laughs> <laughs> That's my concern. <laughs> hippopotamuses? <laughs> what is a group of them called? A, a herd? Gaggle. A gaggle? I don't know. A hip, a hip of hippopotami, yeah. maybe? A hipster, a hipster, I think. Yeah. Hip. Yeah. Could be a hipster. Yeah. There you go. That's what it is. You've heard yeah. uh, hippopotamuses kill more yes. people in Africa than any other than animal. Any other than yeah. sharks, even. <laughs> in Africa, right, right, yeah. in Africa, yeah, 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 sure. No, but they do kill more yeah, people do. than sharks. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think just we're in safe. general, yeah, I think we're safe. Other than the zoo enclosure at the right. at Milwaukee County Zoo, right? Yeah, I, voicing voicing uh, concern. Right. Mitch, uh, do you want to voice concerns about anything that I, later we'll go back to the tape and Mitch was I, the guy? I, yeah, I am worried about what's killing the world's oldest people. You yeah. always ah. hear these stories. The world's oldest man That's has died. Right. The world's oldest woman has died. That's right. Well, we've never uncovered what's killing all these people. I, you know, I, I voiced that concern in a previous say. podcast. Right. I hear that, like, they say, like, a thousand World War II veterans are dying a day. What's killing right, these people? Right, right, that, exactly. Those are the problems we should be solving. Yeah. yeah. People are dying. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, pretty soon they'll all be gone, and we won't know. There would be nobody to ask that question. Yeah, right. Also, faucet-related injuries. Yeah. Right. That's, involving that's a good one. toes or fingers. Right, or, right, you know. right. I think we should just have a podcast just voicing concerns yeah, about right. various topics, yeah. and then people can come back and say, these guys are like Nostradamus, yeah. or Nostradami, Nostradamus. No, Nostradamus. Nostradamus. Right, exactly, right. Nostradamus. Might be Nostradamus. <laughs> no. A cluster? Uh, a cluster, cluster of Nostradamus. Nostradamus. <laughs> yeah. I, that's that's going to be my thing, just voicing concerns about sure. stuff. Fatal sure. rug burn. Yeah. Oh, yes. Paper yes. cuts. Paper you know, cuts, right? Yeah. Death by a thousand of them. Yeah. And, and here's the problem. Here's the problem I really have. These politicians, they don't listen to No, us. they don't no. listen. I mean, we talk about these things. They're over in their over. ivory towers. Right, right. 
We're all about worried worried about who knows what. Yeah. Clearly not paying attention to Elon Musk. They've got there. <laughs> you know? I mean, we know that. Yeah, um, all the callbacks to the first episode. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I always like that when people say, you know, they talk about some actress and they say, you know, and she's in really good shape. Uh, she's got a, you know, she's got a chef. Yeah, I mean, like, she's got her own personal trainer. I mean, like, she, she doesn't do the work. She's I mean. still got to not eat the cookie, right? right? Yeah. Exactly. Is that a, another complaint? Or no? That's, I'm voicing that concern. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm voicing that concern. concern. Right. You know, I was thinking, it's too bad we can't do callbacks to the second episode in the first episode. Mm. Because that would make more people listen to the second episode. We have this problem where listeners... More often, we'll listen to the first episode than the second episode. I, I think why, I think but... it's because they see the second episode and they think, "Oh, I listened to that before." It's the same guy. You think so? That's my guess. <laughs> so we, for everyone, we have to preface it with: this is not the same one as episode one. Maybe you stagger them and record two at the same time, and then I'm in episode one and three, and then the other guest is in episode two and four. I think we have to we have to target higher IQ audience members, really, <laughs> yeah, that's right. because they Maybe get stuck that, yeah. on that concept. Right, I'm not right. sure I what that is. I don't is. get it. I think they're doing a rerun. Yeah. So, which... so Mitch, you're, you're moving upstate. You guys already have a house picked out? or uh, We don't. We, uh, we, we have a lot of uh, alert, alerts on our Zillow. Um, uh, you know, I... I get the I get the let me try that again. Uh, I get the I get the emails from Zillow telling me when a new house goes on the market. Uh, oh, but okay. uh, um, being in the public radio world, we're probably not going to own two houses at the same time. So uh, huh. I'm you actually got that public radio money. Come on, I'm yeah, well, uh, exactly. I'm renting a house for the six months before the family gets out there. Although it's possible if they sell the house sometime this fall, I may buy one and you, you know, can we, sleep on the floor sure. of the radio the station. Office, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Nostalgia. Yeah. You've done like it the good old days. You know. The nice thing is I'll have a window this time. From the window, you can see Canada or Russia. Which one <laughs> yeah, is right, it? Exactly. <laughs> or is it both? I can see Sarah Palin. Actually, <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> can you see if you see a bear? What color is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there were actually there were people telling us stories of of bears in town. Yeah. Now, I want I want to nice. voice concern about bears in upstate New York. There I'll are apparently moose as well. Mooses, meeses, meese. I say meese. Ha- it's actually hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But Jim was talking about uh, you know it's we, we mentioned this before maybe sure. in the first podcast about lawn mowing. Yeah, it's right. That, right. Yeah. Season of yard work. Yeah, are you looking? Are you going to have a yard that's going to have a lot of work to it? Or are you <laughs> that's a, that. That is the discussion that we're having because there are, you, you get a lot for your money when you uh, oh, when yeah. you buy a house in Northern New York. Um, yep. I mean, it's not that they're 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 not dirt cheap. There, I mean, there are some that are, but um, you could buy for what you get for a typical bungalow in Wauwatosa. You could probably get five, eight acres in some places. Well, I thought you were going to say five of them. Uh, yeah, you get five of them, right? <laughs> five you know, of it's them. Like yeah. it's a collection. Sure. You choose which one you live in. <laughs> right, you know, right. Like oh, today's Tuesday. I'm yeah, in that right. house. Um, you know, there are areas you can live and actually have riverfront. There, I mean, there's a river that goes through Potsdam. There's a river that goes through Canton. And you can buy a house that backs onto the river and, you know, have your kayak in the backyard or whatever, which okay. actually sounds pretty cool. Are you a gardener? I'm kind of an every other year gardener. I mean, I, I put a in biennial. Some- yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. As opposed to perennial, or yeah, sure. I, I, my my issue in gardening is I can never remember what what annuals are and what perennials are because oh. you think annuals come back every year, but I think that's right. that's no, perennials, right? Yeah, yeah. Have you heard that? You've seen this before, where they talk about favorite pastimes, right? Sure, sure. And usually, gardening is number one. It is. Yeah, it's not baseball? Among, among well, right, I was exactly. say, I was America's favorite gardening. pastime, right? Yeah, gardening <laughs> is number one. Come no, on, the, gardening. gardening does does out poll 
baseball. It is gardening mm. is the national pastime. I follow. No, it's not. I see, no, no I, I, I may not pull it, but I'm saying it's not. Take me I'm, out to the lilacs. Right? I, I'm big exactly. into it. I know all the big ones. I uh, okay. The garden weasel. Uh, Jerry <laughs> Baker. Jerry Baker. The garden weasel. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Wally the weed singer Zimmerman. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. a biggie. And the garden hole. I'm a big fan of all those. All I those. really like the garden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a little shout out to to uh, Ron Popeil and the Popeil's Pocket Fisherman while yeah. we're at it. Yeah. Oh sure, there you yeah. go. What yeah. about the what about the uh, rotisserie? What set it and forget it? We'll <laughs> right? just go with that too. Right? Billy Mays and OxyClean. There you right? go. Oh, OxyClean. Yeah, there you go. I'm Billy Mays had the something. had the courtesy to to pass away. I think he yeah. did. Yeah, he yeah. yeah he did. And now the the English guy took over for him. His buddy. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Yeah. The understudy. He finally got. They got him call. You're called up to the big leagues. Right. What? What happened? I don't even have a good name. <laughs> Your partner died of cocaine. All right, well, I'm there. Anyway. Was that what it was, Billy? Man? I think so. Cocaine? It was some drug yeah. snorting the OxyClean. Yeah. Oh, right. oh, man, wrong stuff. Yeah. Ah, curses. I'm not a, you know, or the, you know, I usually, if I do gardening is flowers, I don't do vegetables. Have you okay. ever grown vegetables? Oh, yeah. That's, well, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. The garden that we have is primarily vegetables. I mean, we have raspberries and, and, uh, Rhubarb, which is a waste of space, <laughs> but you know, whatever. Um, what is rhubarb, anyway? Is it a is it a root? Is, is it? it a, I don't know. It's got yeah. poisonous leaves. I mean, yeah. why does anybody eat this yeah. garbage? It's terrible. Do you like rhubarb? No, no, I hate rhubarb. Supposedly, strawberry rhubarb anything is supposed to be good, but uh, right. You, but you, I say anything you put rhubarb with, yeah. it just wrecks it. What is it like? Um, like weird celery? What is it? It is. Yeah, it's like, right, it's exactly. like bitter. It doesn't have it. And people say, well, you put sugar on it. Well, that. What the, you yeah, you put sugar on a rock. And right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow, this is crunchy. Ooh, yeah. Mm, delicious. Lots of, lots like, of minerals. Right. It's like people that say, you know, my cat's like a dog, right? Exactly. Want to get a dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you're, uh, our neighbors have, they do a compost thing, <laughs> and we do too. But And so they brought some of the compost into the garden, and they spread it out here for, for fertilizer. And uh, then all of a sudden, this mystery mystery squash started growing, <laughs> and there's this long vine, and this thing is growing and growing. And it was uh, pumpkins. Huh. We had we had two huge pumpkins that year, and then we decided like, well, next year we're growing pumpkins. We're taking yeah. the pumpkin seeds, but the seeds had been in the compost oh, okay. from the ah. pumpkin the year before, and it just grew. Yeah, wow. it was pretty, it, so that was that was actually pretty cool. Huh. Sounds like some type of game show. Please sign in, mystery squash. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think mystery squash, squash would be a great name for a yeah, game mystery, show. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Or this episode. I, yeah. <laughs> I remember one time uh, we had a uh, it was a Fourth of July party or something like that, and my mom had made some big fruit salad of some sort, and she bought like five or six pineapples and she lopped off the top you know with the spiky part right Mm -hmm. and my dad fished them out of the garbage and he had a row in the garden that was empty and he took them and buried them so it looked like they were coming up up. and he had a row of them right Uh and so his dad who was like 85 at the time right or 88 at the time play a prank on the old man oh man my dad takes him out to the garden he said hey let me show you dad you know what i've been doing here he goes okay he goes those are the tomatoes and we got the beans uh pineapples are coming in good and then we got the cucumbers (laughs) and he didn't skip a beat he just kept going then my grandpa just stood there and stared at it and my dad walked away (laughs) he never told him and my, my my grandpa like about every two hours would go look at the garden and look at that row of pineapples growing out of the thing. Went to his grave thinking that pineapples yeah, right. were. Right. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Growing pineapples in Wisconsin. Who you know, heard this... of such a thing? <laughs> the uh, the whole I'm not into into this uh, making vegetables. There's there's a group making of people. <laughs> 
Right? Isn't that what you do? Bird them? So. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> crank them out. <laughs> I'm I'm not really into gardening and and uh, growing vegetables. There's a whole group of people. Maybe you've heard of them. They're called farmers, and they do it for you. What? <laughs> what? Get out of town! Yeah. <laughs> this uh, I used to. I had a. Um, you had to have a, a market. A girl that uh, that helped me do some landscaping years ago. This was 10, 12 years ago. And she was talking about Roundup and about uh, how Roundup is potentially cancer-causing. And now it's really coming out that this glycosides, right, they're getting all these lawsuits and whatnot, that this Roundup product is Would you say she difficult. expressed a concern? She, she, <laughs> would you say? She voiced a she concern. Voiced Roundup's concern. impact on hippopotamuses. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and she voiced a concern. She did. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. She did. And... Yeah. Uh, uh, but now I'm hearing all these uh, lawsuits getting settled with yeah, uh, right. Monsanto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's rumor that um, the Roundup is also the problem with the bees. That the, oh. they're, they're actually they're actually manufacturing the seeds with Roundup in them, so that they're insecticide in oh, okay. the seeds. So when it grows up, they, they don't have to spray it. The plant is huh. sort of like automatically. But but then the bees come in and they did and, right. and they kill the bees. And I heard there was like a like a. I mean, I agree that might be a problem. Wasn't there some type of parasitic thing that was killing the bees. Yeah, I've heard that too. I mean, I... I, I Talked about cell phone towers for a while. They kind of gave up on that, I think. I think they did, I mean, when they went to 4G, then the bees were cool with that. Yeah, they were fine with that. 5G, I mean, they're probably going to thrive now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got the old phone. It's it's 1G and it's lowercase g. It's... it's Yeah, it's an old phone. It's a stepping stone. It's like the guy on Wall Street. It's it's slightly ahead of that. You know, the guy on the beach talking on the box phone. Yeah, right. But this Monsanto, you would think, like you said, you know, there's more voicing concerns. Yeah. My concern is this, is you want it to be specific and just kill weeds and not affect other things. When the police do a roundup, they just bring everybody in. You know, <laughs> well, roundup, let's like kill oh, everything. Yeah. Right. Right. You just bring it all in. Yeah. Just, right. Roundup is kind of the usual suspect. Right. Of, uh, let's round them up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Killing. Kind of the martial law. Of yeah. The, yeah. Kill them all Green and let world. God yeah. decide. I right. mean, that's yeah, Monsanto's. Right. <laughs> right. Shoot first, ask questions later. Claude Rains right. in uh, Casablanca. I mean, that's yeah. not exactly <laughs> community policing, right? You want to you wanna be you more would, selective. Yeah. You want to be more of the smart bomb. Infiltrate the thistle. Yeah. Yes. There you go. <laughs> yeah. They. Uh, Monsanto is one of those companies that gets a lot of just a like lot of rhubarb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rhubarb. And it would just pop back up. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> pop back up. Nobody wants that crap. <laughs> you know, you spray the the Roundup on the rhubarb, it probably still lives. It thrives. Yeah, right. It probably right. Thrives yeah, exactly. It. Yeah. it wants more rhubarb. More, more Roundup. Yeah. 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 Ooh, I can taste the glycosides. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah. so there's gardening, you know, gardening. It's a seasonal yep. thing. Yeah, I, <laughs> gardening. It's a seasonal thing. Yeah, it's another type. seasonal allergies. Right, right. Yeah, I, yeah. I preseason allergies. You get those. <laughs> <laughs> you got to work out my too. spring training yeah, allergies. Spring training, right, right, right. Like, right. Exactly, my sneeze yeah. isn't quite right this yeah, year. Yeah, right, right. My nose didn't make it to the OTAs. So yeah, it's yeah. A big problem. Yeah. Pitchers and catchers report. Right, that's right. kind of that's kind of the preseason <laughs> yeah. allergy. Right, right. Exactly. Well, Mitch, we're at the point of the show where we give our plugs in this case you're going to be working for a radio station that probably can't be picked up here at least certainly ncpr.org but you can find it on the internet yes. right now are you going to be on the air not at all right uh, I, well at first i probably 
the um, I think the idea here is that it's a small enough staff that it would be foolish not to take advantage of someone who has 28 years of on-air experience in some way. Okay. Uh, certainly, at first, I'm not going to have a regular show, but it's public radio, so we go on the air during Pledge Drive and ask for people's money. And I think the philosophy is if you go on the air – it shouldn't be, you know, the first time people hear you should not be the time that you're asking for money. So I think, uh, <laughs> like, who is this guy true. and why does he want my money? That's what um, I did with my parents. You know? <laughs> I always made right, sure exactly. I spoke up because at right. some point I was going to hit him up for right. money. For money yeah, yeah. Right, right. You're kind of right. like the restaurant manager and the dishwasher doesn't show up. You've got to go wash the dishes. Right. In this case, you've got to go on air. I think there I think there will be room for me to uh, to go on the air. Um, it's just, yeah. I, for the first few months, I'd like to figure out what the management part is all about. You got to work those pipes. Yeah. 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 Here's the thing I'd like to remind you of. Uh, You are the one who gets to decide. That is exactly right. Yep. And you know (laughs) what, guys? I'm taking over Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Those are my days. Drive time. Doing the shows. It's all French Canadian music. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, anyway, Mitch, uh, you are the first member of the Five Timers Club. And that might take a while for somebody else to become the second member. And uh, I, if I know you, you're kind of competitive. When that happens, you're going to come back and do number <laughs> yeah, six. Yeah, I can see that. You yeah. know, again, my my family will be here till the uh, till the beginning of January, so oh, I will true. be back. Uh, I'd that's, be happy to come right. back and report on life in the North Country. Yeah, if you're not mauled by bears, I'm just voicing a concern. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> well, anyway, what we oftentimes do, Mitch might remember this, we count down uh, so that Jim can have a cue where to put the music in. <laughs> You guys and your fancy radio stations probably do it differently, but we do it this way. <laughs> we call and, it back timing. Uh, don't look down your nose <laughs> no, at it, us. It right? is called back timing. Yeah. It is? Yeah. That's exactly what it is. That's what we're doing here? We call, you, you call, call it, you, I mean, we, we talk about dead rolling music. So if you were doing a show that was exactly an hour long, mm-hmm. uh, they would dead roll music 59 minutes in, and then they'd start fading the music up underneath you uh, so you'd hear it in the headphones. And you knew when you started hearing the music, you have a minute until the show is okay. over. You know, it was okay. my hope that Jim was rolling the music over Mitch's story that got kind of long-winded. <laughs> and, you know, just right. and keep right. turning right. up that volume right. right. during right. that right. story. Right. <laughs> Because it's been going on for too long. All right, and 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 Jim, feel at ease to add music to all of Mitch's stories. Okay, during the whole podcast. The, the whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'll go Bring back and loose. sing them though, so it'll it'll sound better. <laughs> well, anyway, we're gonna count down. We're gonna yeah. go three, two, one. Then Jim will put the music. Here we go, all together. Three, three two, two, one. Music. There we go. Well, goodbye, Mitch. Take care of yourself. Thanks, guys. It's been fun. It's been great, Mitch. Thank you. We really appreciate you coming in yet again. Yet again. And, uh, always, and we're saying goodbye, time. but we won't say goodbye because we'll see you in two weeks That's in right. the same chair, in the same place for right. this second Tour de France preview podcast, our lone foray into uh, non-comedic uh, <laughs> broadcasting, although some people beg to differ whether this is comedic. Right, exactly. And, uh, you know, but for our listeners, this is goodbye. Yeah, for because listeners, goodbye. Yeah, say goodbye now. <laughs> yeah. If you're a listener, say goodbye. Yeah, that's goodbye. it. Yeah. You're not going to see him two weeks like no, we are. No, no, no. We are. But we are. are. Yeah. That's so if he so leaves confused. and you don't say goodbye, <laughs> we, you're going to have... We flipped everything around. You're going to have regrets. You're going to have regrets. Big time. Yeah, yeah. So you better say goodbye. Yeah. Don't... Yeah. Oh, wait. He's already gone. By the don't time keep that stiff upper lip. It's too late. He's already gone. We have to do the 3 2 again because this is like 10 minutes worth of music now. Yeah, well. All right. Well, anyway. Thanks a lot, Mitch. Thank you. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch Podcast for our interview with local gluten-free cookie baker, Maureen Sherman.
You've made it to the end of yet another Bait and Switch podcast. Spread the word.